Hi, everyone. Welcome to the topic. I'm here with my friend, Megan. Megan, feel free to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Megan Zeiss, and I'm going to George Washington University this fall. Yes, yeah, so Megan is a recent graduate of South River High School, and like she said, she'll be attending George Washington University, majoring in international relations with a Chinese minor. So George Washington University is a highly rated private university located in Washington, D.C. It's a large institution with an enrollment of 10,000 141 undergrads and admissions are pretty competitive at um, George Washington. The acceptance rates 43% and popular majors include international relations, political science, government and nursing. Um, graduating 85% of students, George Washington University alumni earn a starting salary of around 53,000. So Megan, I wanted to hear a little bit about you in high school. Um, so do you remember your GPA and SAT score potentially? Yeah, so I think when I on the last day of high school, my GPA was a 4.48, I think, mm -hmm. and my SAT score ended up being a 1,400. Oh, wow. Um, so did you end up submitting your SAT score to this school and other schools? I did submit it to George Washington. I was a little selective in where I submitted it. Uh, I had this really big struggle in my mind of does it matter to submit it and show that I at least tried and that I got a pretty decent score, even if it's not in the range? Or should I just hold off and hope that it doesn't That's matter? That's the dilemma I'm having. So how did you decide? Uh, for me, I decided the ones I had my reach schools yeah. that I really, like it was a strong reach. And I didn't end up submitting for those because I just didn't think it would matter all too much in my application. But I thought my score was pretty decent. So I submitted it for everything else and it ended up turning out pretty Yeah. Right. Did you um, study a lot for the SAT? No, no. Um, I, in theory, I may, I should have, but I didn't end up studying at all. I kind of wanted to wing it. And I, going back and looking back now, I really don't think I could have done better if I had prep. Really? So, yeah. I mean, I winging know. it and getting a 1400, I think a 1400 is like the 97th percentile. So like winging it and getting a 1400 is still, <laughs> that still says something. Um, but moving on to activities and stuff like that, um, what were you involved in in high school? I know that there was a lot, but could you talk a little bit about what you were involved in? Yeah. Um, uh, let's go through the list. So I was in NHS for two years and I was the president in my senior year. I was in key club for four years and I was the secretary for two of those. Uh, I was in national English honor society and I was the vice president. I was in national Chinese honor society um, I was in a lot of NHS committees that also doubled as clubs. So Black Lives Matter, Seahawks Saving Shorelines, uh, Your Choice, the Reproductive uh -huh. Justice Group. Uh, and then I've been working all throughout high school. So I worked um, in nursing at a senior home. And then I did some interning at the state house. And now oh, I work wow. as a receptionist. That's a so. lot. Yeah, people underestimate how hard it is to work through not hard, but how much of a different experience it is working through the school year. Because um, I've worked since going into sophomore year and I'll work weekends and stuff. And it yeah. really takes more than you would think, surprisingly. But um, it does. You don't have a, I feel yeah. like you don't really get a break, you know, because normally when school ends, you have your weekend, you can relax. But if you're still, you're still working, it's just a different kind of caliber. Exactly. Exactly. I would work 11 to 4 Saturday and Sunday. 
in the springtime. And I, while being in a sport and school and everything, I was like, I just can't catch a break here. But I mean, I think it teaches good lessons, honestly. And I would recommend other people to work, but it also looks good to show that you can do, you know what I mean? Like you can hold multiple yeah. responsibilities. Um, so you were obviously very involved and did you ever consider this amount of leadership to be too time consuming? No, I would say, um, I was very happy with the amount that I was doing, especially once I, when I was in my senior year, like two months, then I really hit the stride of it, uh, in terms of balancing everything that I had going on, uh, before I learned really how to manage my time, it was a little rough. Uh, but eventually you kind of just get into the role of things, especially balancing schoolwork with it. Um, the one thing I will say that if I was going to reduce anything I was doing is I would take back the amount of hours that I was working, uh, uh-huh. working a job and take on okay. more extracurriculars. Um, but did you take a heavy schedule senior year too? I only had a half schedule, Okay, but I ended up, um, a lot of the time I would go directly from school to work. Uh huh. So didn't end up being too much of a break. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, but did you have any one extracurricular that you think was very time consuming or that you think made you stand out? Is there anything that you could think of or no? I would say for me it would probably be uh, working as the NHS president. Um, yes. So working in the uh, as an NHS president, especially getting into the role of it at the beginning of first semester of senior year and learning how to work with my officers. And uh, Yeah. Do you have any advice? Um, make your officers work. Uh, I was a little, uh-huh. I was a little lenient um, and it resulted in a lot of work being inflicted on me, but you're okay. not in charge of running the whole operation yourself. You have other people okay. do it for you. So I'm also a little bit of a perfectionist. So I would take on other things that could that, that you didn't have to do. Exactly. Yeah. I could have delegated them, but I wanted them to be done right. But you just have to like <laughs> put your faith in the people that you're working with for That's your so own mean. mental well being, you know? That's so me. Yeah, this is something kind of interesting. I think this when you this was I think this was when you had already left. You guys had your last day of school, but um we had an NHS meeting um, and there was a Google form that went out for things that people want for next year. And one thing that someone said was that they want, um, they want to hear from more of the officers. <laughs> they, yeah. were like, they were like, we only know Megan. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was a little bit of um, craziness. Yeah. In terms of, yeah, but it it really did teach me that, if you're going to be leading other people, or at least if you're supposed to be working with other people that are supposed to be carrying your same workload, then you really just can't be nice all the time yeah. because it's really going to backfire. Yeah, on no, for sure. But um, was leading the meetings, because there were like over a hundred people in those meetings each month. Mm-hmm. Was that something that was kind of stressful? I will say the worst like public speaking thing I did over the entire course of my tenure was I went in for the freshman like orientation day thing that they did with like the club fair and stuff like that. And last minute, Miss Ellis told me that she was going to have me give a speech to all the incoming freshmen. And I don't know where it came from. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't have any time to prep. Um, but so I, but I did that. And then in comparison, like leading those meetings, I was like, all right, this is easy money, man. Like- I gotcha. Wait, is that, is that required for me to go? Because I'm supposed to be going to like a state officer training 
um, for FBLA that same night. Is it required for me? No, okay. no. Uh, just, I would make sure you have at least two of your officers there. Uh -huh. um, and if you can't go, then it really is their responsibility to go in your place. Okay, awesome. So. Yeah, because that was kind of stressing me out. So your intended major is international relations, right? So how did you, how did you come up with that, like to major in that? Yeah. So when I was in seventh grade, I went to China for nine days and I went to Beijing, <laughs> Shanghai and Xi'an. And um, just like the culture shock that I faced was so immense. Like I have this memory I do not. of being in the Tiananmen Square. Uh, do you know anything about the Tiananmen Square protest? So uh, there were some protests that turned into riots that turned into the government taking very, very harsh, very deadly actions. And it's been oh. very hush hush and very covered up. Damn. Um, so, and you're not allowed to mention it when you're in China because they're really trying to cover it up. Um, so when I visited the Tiananmen Square, you could see cameras like lining the entire square and there were police officers everywhere. And our tour guide oh tell us, told us to not mention a single thing about the protests or we would get arrested. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. it was You're craziness, like but it was just like such like a culture shock, especially cause I was very young and it was the first time. Yeah. It was like the first time I had really seen something like that. Um, but I like, it was yeah. very life changing to see how other people live, especially directly across the world, stuff like that. Um, and I was just very drawn to it, just learning how other people live in other societies, other cultures, which led okay, me so to that's kind of your, how um, we're able what to kind of struck you to choose international relations in the world. Okay, I got you. Yeah, see, I've never been out of the country, and for for reasons like yeah. those, is why I want to travel so badly. Just because if you had never taken that trip, I'm sure you could honestly be doing something completely different. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Um, but so moving a little bit towards yeah, your application probably. process, congratulations <laughs> again on your choice of um, George Washington. It's very incredible. Um, but so do you remember how many colleges you applied to by chance? So I ended up, I okay. applied to a lot. I applied to around 10, give or take. I had, um, I was able to get an application fee waiver. Yeah, because like with really 75 bucks a piece, so like if you apply to, apply to almost 15 school schools, that's over a grand. In. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. That, that's, that's really it's nice because it kind of opens up all It really options. is. I was very lucky to get a fee waiver, I will say. So... Yeah, definitely. Yes. One so, uh, price <laughs> um, really isn't And so in it. did you apply to um, any school it's early amazing decision how or did you apply to any early action? Uh-huh. And why did you do I that? Just to get it off your plate or did you want a the lot uh, increase of early action rate? schools? Um, uh, I actually didn't really consider the increased acceptance rate. Uh, uh -huh. For me, it was more of... Um, I just, I wanted to know faster. I didn't do very well with the waiting. It made me very yes. anxious. So the thought of like knowing faster and okay, potentially for making sure. So did you not apply to anyone early decision? Was very, was very intriguing to me. 
I applied to. I didn't get okay. into my early okay. decision. Okay, interesting. And why did you I choose there? Was that your dream University school? Like, was there something that really decision. spiked you there? My dad went there, and so he wants me. Yeah, and so he also wants me to at least consider there. But I haven't really thought about oh, it too so much. Cool. But why? Like, what was it about UPenn for you? So UPenn is very cool, very elite. The campus is really pretty, uh, and I like that it was in a city. Um, but my best friend goes to Temple, so she was already in Philly. We were like, oh, my God, what if we go to college in the same city? Um, and I was like, oh, look, UPenn, because yeah. I, I, I knew I was going to get into Drexel, and I knew I was going to yeah, get into Temple. No, for sure. So yeah. I was like, oh, UPenn, I may as well try um, with the third one, you know, knock out all the bases. Um, I know like, a lot of people that applied to UPenn in your year that got rejected. So I think it was like a really, really competitive year for you guys. But um, so did you consider UPenn like your dream school or did you just kind of like really want to go there? Uh, I had, a, I, I wouldn't say I had a dream school per se. I just, um, I had this feeling like, I had this gut feeling. I was like, I don't think this is going to work out for me in terms of UPenn. But I knew if I had any shot Facts. at ever it, uh, at all, it was going to be early decision because of the increased acceptance rate. Um, but I wouldn't yes. say I really had a dream school per se. I was just yes because it kept changing. You know, as <laughs> yeah, I looked at every school, I was like, oh, this is the my one. top so school has changed maybe around. five times. Um, so that's why I'm I'm not sure. Like I I haven't toured any schools yet, so I feel like. Um, when students are in, in session, I'm going to have to go around and tour some places just to decide. But I definitely want to choose early decision. People, people say not to unless you have a dream school, like I want to go here. But I feel like I have to tour to kind of know that first. But um, did you did you tour any schools while applying? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I didn't. So I had this theory in my mind. I was like... I'm going to yeah. tour a school, I'm going to get attached to it. And what if I don't get in? So I ended up waiting until I got all my acceptances back, <laughs> and then, which backfired a little bit because I wasn't even able to tour all the schools that I got into. But I still, I stand by what I did because um, uh -huh. I get attached easily. And I knew like when I saw UPenn's campus, I was like, this is gorgeous. This is fantastic you know um, yeah and i was no, like sure, well i, I can't get attached didn't tour to a single school either um, and just get my heart which, breaking, you know until she was accepted which i feel like yeah. you wouldn't think that she would do that but i'm kind of leaning the same way but a lot of my friends right now are on like week-long college tours and stuff like that i'm like i just don't want to walk around an empty building like i don't know yeah. it's just like <laughs> yeah that's why i want to i think i want to look at two or three schools for an early decision in I the fall that. like yeah. before november 1st when students are there and i can maybe like talk to them and kind of see like the campus feel um so i feel like at the reach schools too it's important to go there and kind of get the vibe you know yeah to see like what the kind of culture is because people say that UPenn has a very specific culture. So, like, mm. even just going there and seeing that, I feel like, is so important. But you said that you applied to 10 universities. Did you think that that was – do you wish that you had applied to more? Or do you think that was just right for you? Or was it too much? Um, considering everything uh -huh. else that I was doing during application season, I think 10 may have been a little too much. Um, if I could – go back in time and revise it, I would probably take out some more of my like really far 
reach schools and throw in some more like more um, prestigious sure. but realistic options as kind of fillers throughout like acceptance rates, you know. So I would have had just a little bit more of choice. Um, but other than that, yeah. I feel like yeah. Um, is but so did you apply to? Do you think that you applied to a good amount of safeties, like or do you like did you wish that you had applied to more? Because um, I was talking to Garrett. Um, and he was telling me that he applied to way too many safeties and he said that it was just way too much for him. But do you think that you applied to enough safeties? I think I applied to enough safeties. However, I ran into a problem where I was like, oh, I don't actually like this school. I only applied to I knew I could get in. (laughs) So that ended up, I had a few schools where I was like, well, I spent I like I limited my list to include you on it. It's always I knew that. I would get it's it. always that. And it turns out um, I really don't and, actually but like But did you, you have so. any um like was there anything that you found yeah. difficult about na- navigating the college application process? Like anything that really you kind of had a bump in in the road at all or no? Was it just a lot of time? It was very time consuming, but I found my personal statement to challenge me a lot because it was like, it's very hard being vulnerable. Like they really need you to be open and vulnerable in those essays so they can really see you as a character. Uh, But for me, that was very hard to do so because I had no idea who was reading what I was writing. And I had no idea like um, how it would come off on people. So I switched between like four Uh or five different prompts that I had full essays for that I really didn't know which one I wanted to do. Yeah, and because you have Um, no idea what kind of mood that random officers in that day, if they, if they, you know, hit a deer on their way to the office and they're in a really bad mood and they're reading your essay and they're like, oh, like, I don't want to hear this right now. Reject. You know what I mean? Like, it's so random. It's so weird. But, um, how did you narrow down your choice to eventually choose, um, George Washington? So for me, it came down uh-huh. to two big things. Um, the first was financial aid because you're not I done. Yeah, plan not on done. going to graduate school, school or something up the alley. Yeah, I'm not done after undergrad, so I can't put all of my money into this one yes. into one undergraduate school and just be left stranded for anything I would want to do after. So I so George Washington offered. Um, offered pretty good financial aid for me. And especially going into my sophomore year, I'm going to be pretty set up with them. Um, And then another thing Uh that I chose George Washington for was my major. Um, Because I knew for a very long time I wanted to do international relations. And if you want to go into IR, the only place you can really be is D.C., for sure, for the sure. The best opportunities, it's um, the best connections and stuff like that. And my, yeah, my building that I'm oh. learning in, so the Elliott School, is adjacent to the State Department. So you have a lot of lecturers come in and stuff like that. And it's very hands-on that even though I had other schools that I was like, oh, I really like the campus. I really like this area. Yeah. I really like this school Yeah, it, very, it seems very, I I wouldn't um, get the same, like, like the opportunities are there for what you want to do in the future. Yeah. Yeah. But I would only recommend that if you are set in stone 
on what you want to do because uh-huh. I I know that I I like I cannot see myself doing anything else other than interpersonal relations. But if you're like kind of like topsy turvy in terms of what you want to major okay. in, okay, okay, no, that makes complete sense. Everyone Are you else thinking about says, going pre-law don't pick a school no? based on what you're going into. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I have thought about pre-law. I, um, I don't know exactly what I want to do after graduation. I don't know if I want to go more the um, grad school route or go in pre-law in my later okay. years. That makes total sense. And yeah, school, what you said about DC like that, for but IR it's definitely is like something completely true. Like everyone says like DC for those kind of things is the place to be like you want to be there. So I think it's very smart that you took that into consideration because it it is really setting yourself up for the best future. But um, kind of wrapping things up, um, what advice would you give Mm -hmm. to incoming high school seniors starting the application process? And then also just for high school seniors in general. So in terms of the application process, I would say Uh don't, so your undergraduate school is not going to make or break you, you know, whatever you decide, just make sure it is the best for you financially, for your mental health, for your family, stuff like that. Because your undergraduate school, if you, if you go to a top 10 school and you do all right, because you're super stressed and you're worried about money and you can't like, and it's hard, you know, and that's still good because you're going to a prestigious school. But if you go to like, a top 50 school and you work your and you work really yes. hard and you come out at the top of your class then that's still going to look just as good going into future applications so where you decide to go for undergraduate really isn't going to make or break your future i struggled to i struggled with that a lot because it for me it came down yeah. to spending a lot of money to go to a place with a lot of name value you know or kind of taking for a little bit sure, of a step back sure. and knowing sure. that I was going okay, that makes that a lot of sense. And then did you, um, I feel like I'd really trust your advice on this just because you were like very involved, very spirit, very everything. Um, what advice would you have for yourself at this time last year? Like if you were to do it all over again and give advice to me or other people watching other rising high school seniors, what advice would you have? Like, what do you, what do you wish you had known? I would say <laughs> I wish I had known um, to just enjoy it. You know, it's your last year of high school and you're doing a lot of things, uh-huh. but especially once you hit second semester, just enjoy it. Like you're not going to have a lot of time left. You, uh, yeah. you're only going to see those people for a very short amount of time, especially after graduation and just make memories and have fun. And don't stress yourself out too much. For sure. That's great again, advice. it's really not the end um, of the world. Okay, it's I think that like will be all. Thank all. you so much today for your time, Megan. Um, I wish you the best of luck at school. When do you say that you leave again? Yeah. So exciting. Um, are you like, do you have any last leave, minute plans for the rest of summer? Or are you just working and getting ready? Uh-huh. Uh, me and my friends, I have like a very tight uh-huh. little friend group. Awesome. um, We're trying to like get in everything we can do before we all leave. So I know we're doing like a picnic soon. And then 
we're going to like Hershey Park next before week. everyone leaves. Yeah, Stuff like that. So all just right, thank to you so much, like, Megan. I hope you have a great rest of your day. With the people. Yeah, thanks. You too.